Welcome to the Climate Smart Farming Show podcast. This podcast is sponsored by my supporters on Patreon and by B Books, publisher of A Farmer's Guide to Climate Disruption, which is now available in print, ebook, and audiobook. B Books also publishes climate smart romance novels by Tara L. Roy. Learn more at bbooks.org. You'll also get free climate smart downloads, including tips for weathering drought and flood, and the Farm Emergency Preparedness Plan. When you subscribe to BeeBooks newsletter, sign up at beebooks.org, beebooks.org. I'm your host, author and multimedia artist, Rebecca L. Fraser, and I'm excited to share this episode of the Climate Smart Farming Show podcast with you. So let's dig into it. Part 6. Water. To understand some of the problems farmers worldwide face with water, you first need to know how it moves underground. Water that seeps into the ground and is not taken up by plants travels deeper through an aquifer of fractured rock, gravel, and sand until it reaches a layer of rock it cannot easily penetrate. The water that pools there is called groundwater. Groundwater constitutes much of the world's irrigation supply. What happens when there's long-term drought? If a deluge follows, does it refill the aquifers that house an area's groundwater? After four years of drought, California was finally starting to see an increase in precipitation in 2017. Despite the increase, the U.S. Drought Monitor reported in June 2018 that more than 50% of California's soils remained abnormally dry, with much of Southern California's soils in moderate drought to severe drought. Since California farmers grow a vast majority of our nation's produce, the ongoing drought is a significant concern. Yet it's also an opportunity for California's farmers and ranchers to build resiliency for the more intense droughts expected in coming years. Groundwater resources management and quality protection can provide a sustainable future at regional, national, and even global scales. In the following chapters, you'll find a few ideas you can apply to manage your water resources, no matter where you're farming. Chapter 13. Water. Adapting when there's too much or not enough. On a mountainside in down east Maine, Gail Van Wart and her husband turned their 150-year-old wild blueberry farm into a native pollinator sanctuary. The move, a creative attempt to save the blueberry crop, was a response to several years of intense springtime rainfall that was preventing imported honeybees from pollinating the plants. In Hamilton, New Jersey, Bobby Galetta of Atlantic Blueberry Company installed a network of drainage to handle floods, plus overhead drip irrigation for the dry seasons. In other parts of the country, fruit growers have attempted to prevent cracking or spotting from too much moisture by using helicopters over their fields to dry fruit. Meanwhile, vegetable growers like Jim Crawford of Houstontown, Pennsylvania, adapted to extreme wet weather by amending soil, shaping beds in fall and winter, and protecting beds with black plastic mulch so they can plant on time in spring, no matter the weather. 
Dwindling water supplies in center Colorado motivated potato grower Brandon Rocky to experiment with cover crops to reduce water use. The new, more diverse cropping system maintained yields and crop quality while using 50% less water and reducing the need for fertilizers and pesticides. Improved soil quality was an unexpected side benefit for Rocky's potato crop. Promoting soil health is the key mitigation strategy currently in place for both drought and flooding at the farm school, a working farm and educational facility in Athol, Massachusetts. To offset increased precipitation in Iowa, producers have been installing subsurface drainage to remove water from the fields at a cost of $500 per acre. In Central California's Pajaro Valley, farmers produce nearly $1 billion in fruit, vegetables, and flowers on approximately 28,000 irrigated acres each year. A long-term community-led effort to address irrigation issues associated with groundwater overdraft and seawater intrusion in the region led to increased use of recycled water for agriculture. Capturing storm flows for later use and water conservation efforts to reduce demand. Strategies for adapting to climate change can sometimes be costly, but will be necessary if weather extremes and sea level rise increase as projected. Of course, sea level rise will affect coastal farmers worldwide. As an example, coastal flooding will reduce available farmland in Florida, a major vegetable production state. As saltwater continues to intrude into aquifers that are being used by agriculture, there is a threat that many more farm fields will have to be abandoned due to lack of fresh water for irrigation, explained Chris Abrapta, Rutgers University's Extension Specialist for Water Resources. A Critical Resource Challenge According to Laura Langnick, a climate resilience planning consultant and author of Resilient Agriculture, the availability of water has been identified as one of the most critical natural resource challenges facing U.S. agriculture in this century. Agriculture uses 80% of our nation's fresh water and 90% of fresh water in the western states. Some agricultural practices have contributed to degradation of water quality and reduced the quantity of freshwater supplies. Langnick reported, climate change will create additional challenges to water resources because higher temperatures and drought will increase water demand, while more variable precipitation and heavy rainfall will increase soil erosion and runoff and reduce groundwater recharge. In California, where more than 50% of our nation's fruits and vegetables are grown, Water shortages idled more than 500,000 acres of farmland in 2015 at an approximate cost of $1.84 billion, plus loss of over 10,000 seasonal agricultural jobs. It was considered to be California's worst drought in over 100 years since people started recording weather patterns. Despite 2016 springtime rainfalls in the state, the California drought continued into 2017. Net water shortage was expected to reach around 2.9 million acre feet per year, and groundwater elevations will continue to decline, as will the ability to tap groundwater for irrigation or any other use. Some inland farm fields are actually sinking. 
decades of overuse of groundwater in Central California's Pajaro Valley caused the migration of seawater into the freshwater aquifers, leading to soil degradation and decline in crop quality. Brian Lockwood of the Pajaro Valley Water Management Agency, PVWMA, reported that increased groundwater salinity rendered the region's strawberries less productive on a per-acre basis compared with strawberries grown with higher quality water. Every crop has a certain tolerance for salinity, explained UC Davis professor and hydrologist Helen Dahlke. As salinity levels increase in the groundwater or irrigation water, there is an increased risk for crop damage with reduced crop quality and yield. Strategies. As part of his mission to educate farm workers, farmers, and legislators about water, Samuel Sandoval Solis, assistant professor in UC Davis's Department of Land, Air, and Water Resources, and a cooperative extension specialist, shares information about irrigation solutions that work in climactic shifts. It's a mosaic of different policies, from improving storage through modifying reservoir operations to modifying conveyance of water, improving aquifer recharge and storage, and water conservation, he said. The policies and solutions often work together, and none is effective enough as a standalone solution. As Solis emphasized, the silver bullets are gone. Described by Solis as water insurance, Aquifer recharge is a natural process that occurs when precipitation or melt occurs regularly and in sufficient quantities to raise the level of the water table. Aquifer recharge can also be replicated artificially by diverting water and putting it into the ground at targeted insertion points. Solis said the practice benefits all the farmers that withdraw water from that specific aquifer. He said, Water will move faster or slower depending on the aquifer, but the aquifer is connected, so ultimately everyone will benefit. In Central California's Pajaro Valley, where reduced groundwater pumping created the most significant reduction of seawater intrusion in recent years, PVWMA adopted a strategy to develop new reliable sources of water for agricultural irrigation in lieu of groundwater production. Sources included the water recycling facility, the managed aquifer recharge and recovery facility, and a coastal distribution pipeline designed to convey water from these facilities to over 7,000 acres of farmland located in the middle of the seawater intrusion zone. PVWMA has been working with growers to help improve irrigation efficiency, or as Brian Lockwood said, working to make every drop count. As part of that effort, PVWMA offers a rebate for enhanced recharge. Working with upstream neighbors to recharge groundwater aquifers during wet years is a strategy also recommended by Dr. Dalkey. It allows more groundwater to be available during drought years when surface water supplies are limited. Reducing water demand is a simple but challenging concept to implement. It involves identifying crops that require irrigation and steering resources toward such crops while also identifying crops that do not require irrigation and diverting resources from those crops. As reported in Southwest Farm News, 
Texas A&M researchers are responding to decreasing water levels in the Ogallala Aquifer by exploring the viability and infrastructure required to switch from high water use crops like peanuts, potatoes, and corn to vegetables like tomatoes that require less water. One of the three most important actions all produce growers can take to prepare for drought, according to Abrupta, is to convert to smart water conservation irrigation systems. Drip irrigation will be much better than other systems that use more water, he explained. Selecting the right growing location outside of floodplain areas is another adaptive strategy Abrupta suggested. Idaho receives only 12 inches of rainfall each year, so Idaho's USDA NRCS pays landowners for property easements, puts unproductive agricultural land into a reserve program, and stores water on that land. Curtis Elke explained, It becomes a collection basin, basically for water, wildlife habitat, and migratory birds. It also serves as a recharge for the state's aquifers and reservoirs and other things, so it's multi-purpose benefit. As Howitt et al. reported in Economic Analysis of the 2015 Drought for California Agriculture, New groundwater regulations designed to force groundwater basins towards sustainable yields in California may initially cause increased fallowing or longer crop rotations, but will preserve California's ability to support more profitable, permanent, and vegetable crops through drought. Whether you choose high-tech or low-tech infrastructure improvements, understanding your water resources is beneficial. In New Jersey, Galetta has experienced both drought and flooding. Thus far, he is getting by with the on-farm water supply produced by natural and shallow wells. In Maine, the Van Warts have an irrigation pond, but remain unconcerned about flooding due to their high altitude. At the farm school, Newkirk and his colleagues are considering whether to use the topography of their landscape to help move and hold water on the site. He said, in the immediate area surrounding the farm, residential wells are often over 400 feet deep and produce a very low flow rate. This makes drilling wells for irrigation an economically dicey proposition and increases the potential viability of directing and holding surface and subsurface moisture in ponds, swales, etc. to increase the resilience of our landscape. Such water retention strategies, coupled with irrigation infrastructure that maximizes the utilization of drip irrigation, continued investment in increasing soil organic matter, and whole farm ecosystem resilience are our greatest strategies for mitigating drought, flooding, and groundwater salinization. PVWMA built a supplemental water supply pipeline to provide recycled water tertiary-treated, disinfected wastewater for irrigation as an alternative to groundwater pumping. Lockwood reported, with the completion of the coastal distribution system, we've been able to provide a supplemental supply of water in lieu of groundwater production. The delivered water quality is better than the quality of wells suffering from seawater intrusion and the delivered water has the added benefit of reducing groundwater production in an overdrafted basin. As Abrupta suggested, designing stormwater management practices will be beneficial during flooding. 
rainwater storage systems can provide water during dry periods. If you're farming traditionally, your soil health may actually be your most important infrastructure investment. A 1% increase in soil organic matter in the top six inches of soil in an acre of land can result in as much as 25,000 additional gallons of available water to crops. Higher organic matter produces better infiltration capacities, conveys water faster through the soil profile, and reduces waterlogged anaerobic conditions in the soil. For quick tips for weathering drought and flooding, check out the PDF that's included with your audiobook. I hope the information you heard in today's episode will be beneficial to you. I've also created a free downloadable PDF called Quick Tips for Weathering Drought and Flooding. You can store this on your phone for easy access at any time or print it and post it where it's most useful. Go to bbooks.org for your free download. Thanks for listening to the Climate Smart Farming Show podcast. If you're enjoying this podcast, you may also like my book, A Farmer's Guide to Climate Disruption, now available in ebook, print, and audiobook. To support this podcast and my other creative endeavors for as little as $1 a month, please visit patreon.com forward slash Rebecca L. Fraser. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.